Lotus FM News with Sureshin Pillay. Nine o'clock, good morning. One person has been killed and six others injured after a car and a taxi collided on the N12 near the Lanesia from west of Johannesburg. Here 24 spokesperson Peter Russell. The taxi allegedly collided with the light motor vehicle and then this vehicle set alight. Over and above the deceased patients, there was also one person with critical injuries that was treated and transported. The other patients all sustained moderate injuries and were treated and transported to nearby hospitals. Despite heavy rains at the weekend, KwaZulu-Natal is still experiencing lower than average rainfall compared to this time last year. Currently, water levels at the Hazelmere Dam have dropped to alarming lows and the province has been declared a drought area. Government is reprioritizing its budget, spending the, to deal with the devastating drought that is crippling the province. It has set aside an additional 114 million rand for drought relief. Asha Nandlal is the senior manager for water networks at the Itekwini municipality. Now we've been uh, very casually monitoring the Hazelmere Dam system, and I think everyone's quite aware of what's happening there. Hazelmere Dam currently sits at 25.8%, but if you look at the overall system throughout Itikwini, our other reservoirs that supply the bulk system throughout Itikwini are the Albert Falls, Midmar, and Merns, Nago Dam. Albert Falls is currently sitting at 42%, which is of concern. Midmar, as we all know, is now sitting at 49%. Nago Dam is sitting at 66%. Now, this is of concern, and we as Itikwini are now looking at seeing that uh, should we not be targeting the rest of Itikwini in preparation for the drought because we don't see much changes or positive changes in the near future. The Basic Education Department says it will know by this afternoon the number of schools that did not administer this year's annual national assessments. District and provincial education officials have been collecting information from schools across the country. This after more than 400 teachers boycotted the literacy and numeracy exams. However, the department has stressed that this did not affect the authenticity of the assessments. The department spokesperson, Elijah Mashlanga. The annual national assessment went well in our view. A lot of schools wrote the annual national assessment, but we are waiting for a report which we expect to come through to DDE this afternoon. Even on Friday, schools are still writing AMA. Except for some incidents of intimidation, we, we are fully satisfied with what we've seen so far. Of course, the report will give us more details in terms of what took place across the country. Members of trade union Nehau on strike at Parliament are expected back at work this morning. This will officially end the nearly a month-long strike over the payment of outstanding performance bonuses. Last Friday, the union accepted the final agreement, which was negotiated between the Nehau leadership and Parliament's presiding officers. Mercedes Bessent reports. Nehau chairperson in Parliament's Tembi Sotembe told the workers that the union and presiding officers have struck a deal to reverse the money deducted from the salaries of staff last month and only apply the no work, no pay principle over a specified period. Instead of deducting money at once, he told them that the offer specified that those who were on strike for four days will only have money deducted over a period of three months and those who were on strike for much longer who will have the no-work-no-pay principle implemented over a period of eight months. Tembe says the signed deal, including the payment of outstanding performance bonuses into their salaries next Tuesday, should still be received this morning. Investigators have discovered that San Benino shooters Said Farouk and his Pakistani wife Tashfin Malik had been inspired by militant groups, including an online pledge of allegiance to ISIS. President Barack Obama 
has urged Congress to act against what he terms the growing gun violence epidemic in the country. Congress should act to make sure no one on a no-fly list is able to buy a gun. What could possibly be the argument for allowing a terrorist suspect to buy a semi-automatic weapon? This is a matter of national security. We also need to make it harder for people to buy powerful assault weapons, like the ones that were used in San Bernardino. I know there are some who reject any gun safety measures, but the fact is that our intelligence and law enforcement agencies, no matter how effective they are, cannot identify every would-be mass shooter, whether that individual is motivated by ISIL or some other hateful ideology. Top story at 9 o'clock. One person has been killed and six others injured after a car and a taxi collided on the N12 near the Lake from west of Johannesburg last night. For Lotus News, I'm Sureshan Pillay. Your next update at 10.